Pinna. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Once upon a time, there was a girl who dreamed of flying through the stars, who dared to resist injustice, who lived to a beat and a rhythm that was all her own. Her name was Chloe Frida, Oprah, Celia Cruz, Josephine, Greta, Ruth, Alice. One day, she wondered, could today be the beginning of something new? This was her one opportunity to do something, something big. So that's exactly what she did. Along the way, she discovered that she wasn't alone. Her body felt strong, her mind sharp. She was prepared to work as hard as it took. Her words were making a real change, and she felt powerful. I'm Gail King. I'm Andrea Day. I'm Diane Gibbons. I'm Lindsay Vaughn. I'm Jamila Jamal. I'm Anita Hill. I'm Brenda Chapman. I'm Alana Glazer. And this is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio. Hi, my name is Adam Gidwitz. I'm an author. I'm also a storyteller. I like telling all kinds of stories, but I especially like telling grim fairy tales. You may think you know grim fairy tales, and you may think that they are sweet and boring. But listen, those tales you heard were the cute, happy, little kid bedtime versions of the grim tales. The original grim fairy tales aren't like that at all. They're weird, and sometimes gross, and often scary. In other words, they're grim. And I'm about to walk into a classroom and tell one of the original grim, grim tales to a bunch of kids. Do you want to join me? Do you want to hear a grim fairy tale? Let me help you decide. On a scale of grim, grimmer, and grimmest, the story I'm going to tell today is grimmer. There are some sad moments, and someone dies suddenly, and it is kind of gruesome. If I get to a part of the story and you start to feel scared or uncomfortable, this is what you could do. You could turn down the volume and count to five, then turn the volume back up. If it still seems like a part you don't want to hear, just turn the volume down and count to five again. You know how much weird and gross and scary you're ready for. You know what you need. Okay, I'm at the classroom door now. There are kids inside waiting to hear a grim fairy tale. So, are you coming in? Grim, grimmer, grimmest. All right. This story, yeah? Is there someone going to die in the story? Yes. But is there a princess? Yes and yes. Wow. Um, There is horrible stuff and death. How's that? Okay. This story is called The True Bride. Once upon a time, there was a girl who worked as a servant for a wicked woman. 
The girl was actually more like a slave, because the wicked woman never paid her and made her sleep in the ashes in the cellar. And if the girl even thought of leaving, the woman would give her a beating. Why was the wicked woman so cruel to the girl? Because she was. Because she was. We have no other reason for it than that. That literally it says. It says... Why was the wicked woman so cruel to the girl? We don't know. And you said, because she was, which is essentially the same thing. The woman spent all day and all night thinking of harder and more miserable tasks for the girl. But no matter how miserable the task, the girl set out to do her very best. One day, the woman took the girl out back to a small hill behind the house. I hate this hill, said the woman. I want you to move it. <laughs> to move it, said the girl. How do you expect me to move a hill? With these, said the woman, and she took out a pair of tweezers. <laughs> and don't think of trying to use a shovel. That'll just prove you're a lazy good-for-nothing. Move this whole hill with these tweezers by sundown, or I'll give you a beating you won't soon forget. And with that, the woman went back into the house. Uh, how do you expect somebody to cut a whole entire hill, move it with tweezers. Well, the girl set out to do her very best. She began moving pieces of dirt and grass with the tweezers, one tiny piece at a time. After an hour, she had made a dent in the hill about the size of her fist. After two hours, the dent had doubled. After three hours, she knew there was no chance she would be able to move the hill with the tweezers by nightfall. She sat down on the hill and tried not to cry, thinking of the beating that was sure to come. But a few tears did fall from her face and into the earth. Just then, a lady walked out of the woods. She said, What's the matter, child? Why are you crying? The girl did not know who this strange lady was, appearing out of the woods like that. But she was desperate, and so she told her that she was a slave to the wicked woman, and that she had to move this hill with these tweezers by nightfall, or else she would be in for a horrible beating. The strange lady of the woods listened carefully. Then she said, Don't worry, child. I can move this hill with these tweezers. Please sit and rest. The girl gratefully sat down beside the hill. Her eyelids were so heavy that within moments she had fallen asleep. When she woke up, the hill was gone, the tweezers were in her hand, and the strange lady of the woods was nowhere to be seen. Just then, the wicked woman came out of the house to see if the girl was finished. She saw the hill was gone, and the girl sitting on the ground. The wicked woman was stunned. She stammered for a bit. Then she said, You lazy cow! You see what a little hard work can do? Could you have started on something else? Oh, no. You just sit there, wasting my time with your laziness. She's a terrible person, right? Wow. Yeah. It's not totally similar, but it's similar to Rumpelstiltskin because she has to do something really big, and if she doesn't do it, something bad will happen to her or someone she knows. Yeah. And there's this creepy, weird person coming. It's showing up. And showing up and just doing something. You're so right. A lot of these fairy tales seem like other fairy tales, and you'll see the second half of this fairy tale seems even more like a different fairy tale. You'll see. But after she had scolded the girl, the wicked woman said to herself, She's not entirely useless. I'll have to find her something harder to do. 
The next day, the wicked woman woke the girl up by smacking her on the forehead with a spoon. Ow. The girl opened her eyes. The woman said, Take this spoon and go to the pond in the garden. I want you to empty the pond with this spoon. And if you're not done by nightfall, I'll give you a beating you won't soon forget. The girl took the spoon and saw that it was full of holes. She hurried to the pond and tried to drain it with the spoon. But, of course, no matter how hard she tried, the spoon carried no water. Why is, like... The wicked woman trying to get rid of hills and ponds. Yeah, I don't know. It's like she's landscaping. After three hours of useless spooning, the girl began to cry. As soon as her tears hit the water, the strange lady appeared from the woods again. She shooed the girl away from the pond. The girl watched as the strange lady waved her hands over the pond. The water rose like vapor into the air and joined the clouds overhead. The girl thanked the strange lady, who disappeared into the woods. Just cry, and then just boom, you have your problem solved. (laughs) This is the lesson of the story. When you cry, you get everything you want. (laughs) Exactly right. Okay, don't learn that lesson. If this were a fairy tale, like not that I was reading to you, but like a fairy tale that you maybe saw a movie of or read in a book, and there was a lady who showed up and helped a girl with her problems, what might you call that lady? Her ally. It's a special name in fairy tales. Um, a fairy godmother. Exactly right, a fairy godmother. So these stories, when they moved from Germany, which is where they were written by the Brothers Grimm, to England, were renamed fairy tales. Because in England, they had lots of stories about fairies. But in Germany, they had no stories about fairies. In fact, there is not a single fairy in Grimm's fairy tales. Not one. But when this went to England, they probably would have called this woman a fairy godmother, even though she's clearly just a strange lady who comes out of the woods. Yeah. Yes. You could also call her awesome. You could just call her awesome. The girl hurried to tell the wicked woman, lest she be accused of laziness again. The wicked woman came out, saw the pond empty, and went white with rage. She couldn't understand it. But all she said to the girl was, What took you so long? You lazy cow! (laughs) That night, the wicked woman thought and thought. How is her slave girl doing this? And if she could accomplish such wonders, why was the wicked woman asking her to do useless things like moving hills and emptying ponds? She actually kind of liked that pond. She didn't think the girl would actually empty it. (laughs) The next morning, the wicked woman had an idea. She woke the girl up and said... Today, I want you to build me a beautiful palace on the field next door, by nightfall. How could I ever do that? The girl exclaimed. Don't you dare talk back to me, the wicked woman shouted. If you can empty a pond with a spoon full of holes, you can build a palace. I expect to move in before the day is out, and if a single thing is missing... From the extra pillows in the attic to the wine in the cellar. I'll give you a beating you won't soon forget. What do you think is going to happen? Weird creepy lady's going to come and save your problem. <laughs> cry. Just cry. Just cry. Do you like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't break the rules. 
It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, the girl got to the field and tried to push some boulders around to start the foundation of the palace. But she couldn't move them an inch. And she knew that unless the strange lady of the forest came to help her, she would be beaten to an inch of her life. Her tears fell on a boulder, and the strange lady appeared beside her. She said to the girl, Sit down and leave it to me. The girl sat down, and the strange lady began to wave her arms. The boulders of the field rose into the air, and with a few flicks of the strange lady's wrists, they settled themselves onto a great wall that looked like it had been made by giants. On this foundation, a building rose up, as though innumerable hands were working invisibly, laying stone upon stone. The earth rumbled, the great columns shot up of their own accord and formed orderly ranks. Tiles laid themselves on the roof. The interior was finished by nightfall. The rooms were hung with tapestries, chairs finished with the finest needlework, crystal chandeliers reflecting in the polished hardwood floors. It was, in short, a palace. The girl thanked the strange lady, then hurried off to find the wicked woman, praying that the palace would be enough and that the wicked woman would finally stop tormenting her. When the girl told the wicked woman it was done, the wicked woman said, It better be ready for me to move right in. She followed the girl to the field. When the wicked woman saw the palace, she nearly fainted. It was lit by a thousand lamps, and its radiance was dazzling. But she couldn't let the girl know that. So she said, You see how easy it's been for you? I ought to have given you something properly hard. The wicked woman entered the palace, and the girl trailed behind her. The wicked woman gazed at the chandeliers and the tapestries, the fine floors and beautiful furniture. She said, This is all very well and good, but if I find a single thing missing, I'll give you a beating you won't soon forget. The wicked woman walked up to the attic, which was stocked with extra chairs and blankets. She walked down to the kitchen. Every spice was on the rack, and four fine hens were roasting in the oven. The old woman sniffed. I prefer pork, she said, which the girl knew was not true. Then the wicked woman said, What about the cellar? If it's not stocked with fine wine, you'll wish you were never born. And she shook her knuckles in the girl's face. The wicked woman found the trapdoor to the cellar. She lifted it and began to make her way down the ladder. But she slipped on the second step. Yes, yes. And she hadn't fastened the trapdoor when she'd opened it. So she fell, and the trapdoor slammed down on her head. Yes, yes. The girl heard a scream and then a sickening crunch. Can you make a sickening crunch sound? <sighs> oh, that was gross. Thank you. <laughs> the girl threw open the trapdoor and hurried down after the wicked woman. The wicked woman was lying on the floor, her neck broken. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. She was dead. Well, the girl moved into the palace herself. 
and it was a little lonely at first, but it was much nicer than being a slave. And then, one day, a man on horseback rode up to the palace and knocked on the door. He was lost and had never seen this palace before, and he wondered if he could trouble the girl for some water and some food. She invited him inside, and they fell to talking, and she learned that he was a prince, and he learned her horrible history, and after not very long at all, they had fallen in love. Of course. Right, because it's a fairy tale and they all fall in love. That's everyone. The prince asked for her hand in marriage, and she said, yes. He told her he needed to go and ask his father's permission to marry her, but that he would be back in three days' time. Seriously, it's not going to happen. And he'll die. <laughs> what do you say? It's not going to happen? And he'll die. The girl said, I will wait under the linden tree outside this palace on the third day. And she kissed him on his left cheek and said, Never let anyone else kiss you on this cheek. Once I walk out my door on the third day, I will not go back in again until you carry me over the threshold as your bride. The prince kissed her, and she kissed him again on his left cheek, and then he mounted his horse and rode away. On the third day, the girl walked out her door and sat beneath the linden tree. But the prince did not come. Die! She waited on the fourth day under the linden tree. He did not come. Yay, did not come. Died. She waited for seven days under the linden tree. The prince did not come back. She wondered what could have happened to him. And she wept. As her tears landed in the soil, the strange lady appeared from the branches of the linden tree. The lady held the girl as she cried and said, You are an unlucky girl. When the wicked woman died, with her dying breath she cursed you and wished that you would find love only to lose it. Can you help me? asked the girl. But the strange lady said, I have powerful magic. But even I cannot undo a dying curse. That is a powerful curse indeed. But I can tell you that if you are willing to work for it, your love is not lost forever. I will find him, said the girl. Then the strange lady gave the girl three dresses. One that looked like the sun, another that looked like the moon, and a third one that looked like the stars. And she locked each dress in its own little walnut and gave the three walnuts to the girl. Oh my God. What story does this sound like? Ah, this is the same story as where the person had to get to the princess. Oh my God. Wait, what was that one called? The desert. The, the desert and the, the mountains. And the, 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 the iron stove. The iron stove, that was it. It does sound like the iron stove. The girl said, Uh, why do I need three dresses locked in walnuts? And the strange lady said, Just trust me. They'll help. So the girl set out to find the prince. She wandered for a year and a day, but never did she hear so much as a whisper of him. Same exact time. Oh, a year and a day was also in that story. Eventually, the girl took up a job as a shepherdess, for though the kitchen of her palace was stocked with food, she had sworn she would not return there unless it was with the prince. Would you keep the promise at this point? No. no. I mean, he didn't return, right? It's a year, man. It's been a year. <laughs> Give it up. One day, as the girl was tending her lambs in a field, a man came riding by on a horse. As he came closer, the girl became more and more convinced that she recognized him. When he rode past her, she saw that it was the prince. She called to him, and he looked. But he did not seem to recognize her, for he rode right on by. The girl sat down in the field and wept. And the creepy old lady appeared. Creepy old lady. 
She expected the strange lady to show up, but she did not. Of course. Why not? Why of course? Because she expected The next day, a figure on horseback appeared, coming back in the other direction. As he came closer, she saw it was the prince again. Again, she waved, and this time he looked at her, and he paused. But then he shook his head and rode on. The girl... The girl sat down in the field and wept again. And again, the strange lady did not come. Because she expected her to come. So the girl decided to take matters into her own hands. She followed the path of the horse out of the field and down the road. When she lost the prince's trail, she asked passers-by if they had seen him. Some had. And eventually she tracked him all the way to a splendid kingdom on a hill. And she learned that the prince was to be married in three days' time to a princess. And that, to celebrate, a three-day ball had been announced, and everyone in the kingdom was invited. What story does this remind you of? Um, Cinderella. Cinderella. The first night of the ball, the girl cracked open the first walnut and out spilled the dress that looked like the sun. She put it on and went to the ball. As soon as she walked in, everyone stared at the beautiful girl in the beautiful dress. The prince walked right up to her. He looked into her face, but he did not recognize her. He asked the girl to dance, and they danced all night, and he did not give a second thought to the princess who he was supposed to marry until the clock struck twelve. Then the princess took him by the arm and led him away. The second night, the girl cracked the second walnut and out spilled the dress that looked like the moon. When she entered the ballroom, everyone stared. The prince hurried up to her and danced with her all night. Still, he did not seem to recognize her. But he was so taken with her that he made her promise to come again the next night. I always keep my promises, she said. The prince scratched his head and wondered what she meant. The third night, the girl cracked open the third walnut and out spilled the dress that looked like the stars. As soon as the girl came to the ballroom, the prince shoved the princess out of the way, pushed his way through the crowd, and took the girl by the hands. He said, Tell me who you are. I have a feeling I've known you for a long time. The girl said, First, dance with me. And they danced all night. At midnight, she said, Do you remember me now? The prince shook his head. I waited for you under the linden tree. The prince squinted and tried to remember, but he could not. What should she do? <gasps> wait, wait for it, wait for it. Kiss him on the left cheek. The girl reached up and kissed him on his left cheek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was as if scales had fallen from his eyes. The prince looked, and there and then he recognized his true bride. With great regret, the prince told the princess that he could not marry her after all. He apologized, and she was okay with it, because she said, honestly, he'd always seemed like he was kind of distracted and waiting for someone else anyway. The next day, the entire kingdom arrived in their finest attire to celebrate the marriage of the prince and the girl. The crowd buzzed with excitement. The musicians began to play. But just as the ceremony was about to begin the girl realized that she had no one to walk her down the aisle. It was then that she saw the strange lady coming towards her through the crowd. The lady took the girl by the arm. The girl turned to her. Who are you? The girl asked as they walked down the aisle together. And the strange lady said, You wouldn't remember me because I died when you were just a baby. 
but I am your mother's spirit. Oh, what? The fairy godmothers that often became fairy godmothers in the original stories were often the spirit of the real mother. In the original Cinderella story, that's what they were too. That's what she was too. Yeah, in the grim Cinderella story, it wasn't a fairy godmother. It was her real mother. And no one ever told me this? No one ever told you. The girl had one more question. Why didn't you come to me when I was a shepherdess crying in the field? Because I'd helped you four times already, said her mother's spirit. And there comes a time when you cannot be saved by anyone but yourself. The girl and the prince were married. Her mother's spirit still visited her from time to time and helped her when she really, really needed it. And the girl and the prince lived happily ever after. The end. Seriously, why does everyone live happily ever after? Because they're a fairy tale. No one got killed. Someone got killed. Who got killed? It's true, but she was killed in a gruesome way, right? She broke her neck. Yeah, and then you guys all made that awful sound. (laughs) Yeah, that was terrible. I hated that. Yeah, you you told us to do it. Yeah, but I didn't know it was going to sound like that. (laughs) Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest is a Pinna original production. Created, written, and narrated by me, Adam Gidwitz, author of A Tale Dark and Grim. Produced and edited by Ilana Milner. Casting and voice direction by Paula Gammon-Wilson. Sound design and mixing by Beat Street NYC. Location recording by Jason Gambrell and Evan Viola. Characters voiced by Allison Lee Rosenfeld, Billy Bob Thompson, Sanofia Mitchell, David Wills, George Lambert, H.D. Quinn, Kaylin Lee Clinton, Kylie Claxton, Lori Himes, Mark Thompson, Marka Bartolo, and Tom Weiland. Special thanks to the staff and students at Brooklyn Friends School and Manhattan Country School. You guys are awesome. When you listen to scary stories, do you feel a tingle run up your spine? And do you sort of, well, love it? If the answer is yes, then join R.L. Stein Story Club today. I'm Ivy, the wickedly cool gatekeeper to horror master R.L. Stein's secret story vault. The spectacular tales I share with R.L. Stein Story Club members will give you chills and thrills galore. So what are you waiting for? Listen to R.L. Stein Story Club on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. R.L. Stein and I are waiting for you.